Hello, Vancouver. This is CITR 101.9 FM coming to you live from unceded Musqueam territory here at the University of British Columbia. This is uh, Thunderbird Eye with uh, your host, Ola. I am the sports broadcast coordinator here at CITR 101.9 FM. And uh, I'm here to give you the latest news and recaps for the previous Thunderbird games over the past weekend. Uh, We've had uh, the football team, the football team uh, won the Hardy Cup this weekend, uh, upsetting the Calgary Dinos. Uh, and then we had uh, the women's and men's soccer teams play off uh, against the best teams in Canada for the CIS Nationals. And we also had uh, basketball um, come back from uh, Fallen Grace as they uh, battled their regional rival rivals, the Trinity Western Spartans. Uh, and then also we have uh, an interview from uh, our uh, correspondent, our sports correspondent, Leonardo Coelho, uh, with his interview with the uh, sports marketing director at uh, U- U- uh, University Athletics, uh, Nita Sony. So um, we'll start off with uh, Leonardo's uh, segment, and then we will um, go on to uh, recap the football and then we'll recap the soccer and then we'll recap basketball all right enjoy Hi, I'm Leonardo Coelho, and for this week, I have an interview with Nidia Sony, the marketing director for UBC Athletics. She recaps the successful football season with record-breaking attendance when compared to the last few years. I look at the numbers for attendance for the past eight seasons, and I saw a better turnout. I asked her if that interpretation was accurate. This is what she had to say. Well, the previous years, like for example, last year, the average audience, not including homecoming, the audience for homecoming was, I'm just trying to remember exactly, it was approximately 4,000 last year, and then it was um, just almost 7,000 this year, and then the average game, home game, was in the range of about 800. So that's what I got. Oh, so that's what you have there. Yeah, Yeah. for 2014. Right. And so, Leo, I've been here just under a year. So I was hired to come in as the director of marketing, community engagement and partnerships for athletics and recreation. So I'm in an assessment phase as well, like understanding the attendance in general at Thunderbird Games. There are exceptions, but in general haven't been very high. So one of the things that we want to do is start building engagement for the teams, increase engagement for the teams, and game attendance. Now, um, it, there's there's a lot of games. We have 150 home games. Yeah. We have 25 um, teams, but not but certain games we gate and and ticket. So that's um, the hockey program, the basketball program, volleyball, soccer. So those are the ones that we gate. So what I've looked at in this first year of coming in is. You know, because there's so much we need to do to build the engagement, we've targeted certain games to build the audience and put in strategic marketing techniques to build that audience. So one of the ways we did that was to build what we did with Homecoming was successful. Now, the other games are interesting in that, it no, we didn't achieve Homecoming for every game by any means, and we still have a lot of work to do. 
Having said that, the year-over-year -year game results are, are strong. She also explains the strategies her team uses to draw bigger crowds to games, particularly football. So I think what the techniques we've piloted have shown results, with Game uh, 3 probably being the least strong of them. But, um, but from a year-over-year -year point of view, it's, it's solid. And I also feel we have to build and earn our success. Homecoming, we put the m biggest amount of resources and effort against that. It's also the start of the school year, and it, we built it as part of the first-year students' itinerary when you come in. So we had, a, like, a lot of cross-campus support on it, and, and it achieved the result. And as of 2015, UBC is using new marketing strategies. And the other thing I would say, Leo, that we're doing different is the type of content we're trying to produce. So yep. we, in, 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 for most games, we're promoting a pregame story and a game recap. But this year, we're trying to do more um, marketing-driven and promotional things, reasons why you would want to attend as a student, what's happening, what's the entertainment. So we're trying to build some more compelling content. And in the end, the ultimate goal of this project is to build a culture. I think where we're at here, I think that, A, I think we've demonstrated, not just with football, but with some of the games we piloted, enhanced audience um, growth for last year, which was, you know, some of the basketball games and one of the hockey games. I think there's an opportunity to do it, but we haven't had a long history of doing it. So like with any sport, sporting event or any entertainment event, you have to build and get to a point where you build equity and and brand loyalty. So I think we're I think we're in the early stages of actually taking a more sophisticated approach to how we market the games. Will it be easy? Will it happen overnight? No, I don't think so. But I think within a year we've been able to demonstrate there is a possibility for this to happen. And absolutely we're a different culture. So we're going to have to find a unique voice for us, for UBC, that suits the culture of this city and of UBC. I would also say that we are operating in a large city with lots of sport and entertainment opportunities. So, you know, we've got lots of competition. UBC geographically is sort of, you know, split onto its own peninsula. So we've got some some hurdles to deal with, but, you know, come back to me in a year and then I'll, I will know more. But I think that there's an opportunity to grow it. And yes, we're different. And I don't think we want to exactly be what an, what an American school is either. For the Thunderbird Eye, I'm Leonardo Ruiz. And that was Leonardo Coelho with uh, Nito Sony, the marketing director for UBC Athletics, uh, with uh, an interview about how they uh, talk to, how they uh, bring people out to games and how they market their games and uh, the strategies they use. Um, so up next after the ads, we'll play, uh, we'll talk about the football, uh, their Hardy Cup win, and we'll talk about the two uh, men's and women's nationals uh, that happened this past week. So uh, stay tuned and don't go away. All right. AMS Food Bank. Your access to money during the studies at UBC will most likely be limited, but it is a priority of the AMS Food Bank to ensure your access to food is not. The AMS Food Bank provides emergency food relief seven days a week for all UBC students to volunteer with the food bank or for inquiries about how to take advantage of the services provided, contact them at foodbank at ams.ubc.ca. For more information, find the AMS Food Bank on Facebook or feel free to visit anytime across from the Wellness Center and Sprouts. LA 
Face Rock Trio L.A. Witch returns to Vancouver to play Thursday, December 10th at the Cobalt with special guests Fields and Eric Campbell in the Dirt. Doors open at 8, the show starts at 9.30, and the show is 19+. plus. Find your information and tickets on sale now at TimberConcerts.com or in real life at Red Cat and Zulu Records. that the word jazz means many different things to many different people. So check out the real deal on The Jazz Show at CITR, 101.9 FM, or citr.ca for live streaming. Yours truly, Gavin Walker, is your host, and I guarantee the straight goods of three hours of jazz at its finest. The jazz feature that focuses on a concept, an album, or an individual artist will be heard at the beginning of the show every Monday night right at 9 p.m. after our opening theme and announcement. So come on by and give your ears a musical workout, 9 p.m. Mondays. Don't miss it. And we're back. This is CITR 101.9 FM coming to you live from unceded Musqueam territory. You're listening to Thunderbird Eye. I'm your host, Ola. I am the sports broadcast coordinator. Uh, the last segment, you heard Leonardo Coelho with his interview with marketing director of UBC Athletics, Nita Sony. Uh, and now we'll give you the latest results from uh, football, soccer, uh, and uh yeah, so for the football, football they played uh, Calgary this past weekend and upset uh, the Hardy, the previous year Hardy Cup champions, uh, Calgary. Uh, and yeah, they've they they fared really well. They played uh, 34 to 26. They uh, beat them at the McMahon Stadium in Calgary, Alberta. Um, and yeah, uh, Michael Connor. Although he was outpassed by um, the Calgary's quarterback Andrew Brockley, uh, with forty four hundred forty seven yards, and uh, Mac O'Connor had three hundred and seventy four, um, the team managed to get um, more yards um, done with Will Watson, and uh, the the Dinos also fumbled the ball late in the game, which uh, led to the T-Birds uh, solidifying their win over the Calgary Dinos to win their first Hardy Cup in forever. Uh, the Thunderbirds um, will now travel to Nova Scotia to play 
in the UTEC Bowl against San Francis Xavier X-Men uh, from New Brunswick. Um, uh, and yeah, they, the San Francis Xavier University beat Mount Allison Mounties 14-12 to claim their first Looney Bowl. Uh, and both of this, this is one of, uh, two semifinals in the CIS football, um, along with the Mitchell Bowl, um, the Mitchell Bowl, um, the winners from each of the, from the UTEC Bowl and the Mitchell Bowl will play in the Vanier Cup, uh, which is the CIS finals. Um, the, the UBC team is, uh, supposedly ranked higher than, uh, this season than, uh, St. Francis Xavier. Uh, UBC has a record, normal season record of uh, 6-2, while uh, San Francisco Xavier had a record of 5-3. But the uh, San Francisco X-Men uh, placed second in the Atlantic University Sports Division, while UBC was uh, tied at second with uh, Manitoba uh, in the Canada West Conference. Um, yeah, so we'll go on to uh, men's soccer. Men's soccer... Uh, and soccer didn't fare as well as uh, we'd hoped. Uh, they uh, they were stopped by York University, uh, the one the team that eventually uh, won the nationals. Uh, they they were equally they were they met they met the Univ- University of Thunder uh, the University of British Columbia Thunderbirds met their match against uh, York University, uh, and then they they lost them in shootout five four, and then the T Birds finished the season with a CIS bronze. Um, yeah, and um, the T-Birds faced against the UQAM Citizens um, and beat them with a score of 2-0 to win the bronze medal at uh, York Stadium in Toronto. Uh, but the, the men's were going to like be able to keep their uh, Canada West uh, victory, so they are still unbeaten uh, in the Canada West, uh, and they are yet to uh, see what's um, going to happen for the next a few games. The Tituan Chopin was named DBC Player of the Game, and um, yeah, that and uh, Wilfred Gerard from UQAM uh, won Player of the Game. Uh, and for the f- championship final was a uh, UNB University of uh, 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 New Brunswick versus um, York, and uh, and York defeated them. So um, yeah, that's enough for. Um, Men's soccer. Now we'll go to women's soccer. The women's soccer team defeated uh, their regional rivals, uh, the University of the, the Trinity Western University Spartans, uh, in their first Gladys Bean Memorial Trophy that they hosted in 25 years, uh, and this is their first CAS national final since 2006, uh, which is a fantastic game. Um, Marissa Kovacs has definitely pulled the team um, from an okay team to a Canada Canadian champions. Uh, they beat the Spartans 3-0 to record the program at six CIS title wins, the most of all teams in Canada. And um, this win also records the UBC Athletics program, um, their 100th CIS title. Uh, yeah, this is a stark contrast to uh, the Birds last season. Uh, the Birds uh, lost to the Spartans in the quarterfinals and had lost four games in regular season play. Uh, but the Birds this year only lost one game and managed to clinch both the Canada West playoffs and the CIS Nationals. Um, yeah, and uh, all of this can be uh, attributed to Marissa Kovacs' um, 
amazing playing style of high pressure, high press. Um, the T-Birds uh, scored amazing goals uh, from the start of the game. Um, Madison Guy, T-Bird midfielder, uh, lobbed the ball over the Spartan goalkeeper in the 17th minute. And after a quick counterattack by the Thunderbirds, uh, the Thunderbirds made the goal 2-0 after Jasmine Dandam made a quick drive down the right side of the pitch and fourth-year Taylor Shorney polished it off. And then the last goal of the game, uh, the T-Birds solidified their win after uh, a corner kick uh, f- from Taylor Shanick led to a hustle right in the middle of the Spartan box and uh, found its way to the back of the net. Um, and the T-Birds managed to stay comfortable and uh, seemed relaxed the entire game. Um, even though they were uh, playing in the CIS National Finals. So, um, yeah, that's enough for uh, the T-Birds. The T-Birds will now uh, keep their uh, CIS final and CIS National and their Canada West and uh, are now champions. Um, And the basketball teams are now faring by far better than they did at the start of the season. Um, The women's team had lost all their um, Canada West games so far. Uh, both their, They dropped both their games to Alberta uh, at the War Memorial Gym. But uh, this past weekend, on November 13th and November 14th, uh, the T-Birds beat Trinity Western. They beat uh, Trinity Western on Friday, 77-53. That's about 20-point difference. And then they also beat Trinity Western uh, 73-57 in the next game. Uh, the men are keeping up with their uh, their uh, winning streak. They defeated Trinity Western Spartans on Friday with 94-69, uh, nearly 30 points difference. And then on the second game, they beat them by 10 points with 85-75. Um, and, yeah, that's it for um, the Thunderbird Eye today. Uh, I'm your host, Ola, uh, Sports Broadcast Coordinator. And up next, we have... Uh, Soul Sandwich, and uh, hope you stay tuned for that, and don't go away. All right, bye. You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM. We're also online at citr.ca. The following program is a repeated broadcast.